Welcome to a very special episode. Did you start talking then, Mark? I thought he said something. Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC. It's been a couple of weeks. The manager carousel has started. We've had a pretty average slate of Premier League fixtures. We've got some Champions League surprises. We've got the front three, back four, results league, draft league, and all the other funds we've been missing for a couple of weeks. Get that out of your mouth. Let's go. Rusty today. Bit rusty, bit rusty. It's been a few weeks and uh, I'm quite tired and it's a Monday. What's good with um, this, this pod is, uh, is we got a break after this because it's international break. I know, I was thinking that. We just, just got to get, like, get through this one. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like, oh man, we, we're like, because it's been a couple of weeks, we're committed to another pod and it's like, it's the international fucking break again. It always catches me by surprise, you know that. I swear to God, it's like, you have the first one, which you think, okay, I always know after, what's it, three fixtures, there's an international break. And that second one always yeah. comes by. And yeah. do you not think there's like a direct correlation to like bad weeks in fantasy football? Because I'm fucked off with it right now. And I'm like, all right, next week, it's almost like a bad gambler. Next week, another week where we get an opportunity to score well, pick the right captain. Like, ah, oh, fuck, it's international that, break, I don't get another go at this. That is how the game works. Yeah. That's why it works. Because every week you want to play it again because you want to try and do better. I don't even want to play it again. That's the problem. I mean, it's re- this season is about as bad as I've ever done. It's a joke. A joke. Yeah, this one... See, I... Because I, a couple of seasons ago, I kept forgetting to do my subs. I now do my subs, like, straight away on the, on the weekends. And this one catches me out because I'll do a sub and then someone, like, might have a, a yellow flag because they're injured. It's like Bamford. And then you think, oh, he'll be back because there's an international break now. But you make your sub thinking that of it like week by week so you're like oh well i'm not going to bring in someone who's a risk and uh yeah the international break this one does catch you up and i'm like it, it did with my sub because i can't remember who i brought in but i remember looking at someone who had a 75 percent chance of playing which with an international break probably means they're guaranteed to play the next game well did you take out sure because fucking hell we went down in price just for one little thing like yeah i did you stupid yeah Anyway, Man City are terrible, and uh, Ole Ole out. Is that where we're at? No, but there. I think we're at a point of. Uh, you, what do they say? You can't win a league by Christmas, but you can lose it, and uh, it it's. Well, they said you can't win with kids. <laughs> Slightly different. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think what it is is like. I think the loss to young boys has piled the pressure on even more. Because in the league, we're only te- two points off, whatever. We're not playing great, but then no one else really is. So there's not a runaway leader. But the issue is, like, <clears throat> if we're struggling with the group and we're struggling to keep pace with the top, which we could be a couple of weeks away from that scenario, our season could be over by Christmas. And it's like, that's why it's getting jittery. Because you're like, we can't have another season where... We're just top four, no trophy. Like, we're, I, I, if we ended top four, no trophy, but we lost in like a Champions League final and we were goal difference off the Premier League, then that 
is a no trophy acceptable season. But we can't get to like Christmas thinking, okay, the best we got is a top four oh, running. But Dan, I, yeah. I, you you both kind of wanted to talk about Ole and, and a couple of other managers, and I I was surprised when you guys was like, oh yeah, you're you're not kind of sure about Man United because they've only won, they've only lost one game in the Premier League this season, and they're only down what a couple of points to the leaders, which is Chelsea. It, it doesn't look like I know they probably don't look as good as they did the first couple of games, but why is it? I feel like you guys are just overreacting a little bit. Like it's not they've, that bad. They've won, they've won two in their last six losing three of those. So it depends how you look at the stats. Yeah, they've lost one Premier League game, but as you said, they lost the game to Young Boys. They lost the game to West Ham in the Cup. Um, so they're out of that now as well. What, uh, the Carabao Cup? Yeah. I mean, come on now. Yeah, but no, but still, in the early stages, the, the point is, um, it took a like real, real 95th minute, last minute Ronaldo to not put us to the bottom of the group after two games, which... Everyone knows in the Champions League, if you don't hit nine points, you've got it's pretty tough to get through sometimes. So we were nearly out of the Champions League, out of the Carabao Cup. Villa, we were poor and lost. Uh, Villarreal were better than us, but we beat them. Everton should have won, probably, and we managed to get a draw. So it's not just that we're not winning, it's that we're the last three or four games, we've been the worst team on the pitch. Now, we've happened to have ground out some results, we've got a win out of that, a draw. Which is you could say, or at least you're not losing when you you know when you play the worst team. But it is a worry, I think, when it starts being four or five games on the trot, we start seeing what's going on here, being outplayed by everyone at all levels. Here, yeah, this is well. Yeah. If, you're, if, you're, well if you're going to add the Carabao Cup to that, it's always going to look bad. I mean, you should you should exclude that. The only two things you really need to focus on is the Premier League and the Champions League. Fair enough. Yeah, to young boys isn't good enough. Uh, I'm saying that Young Boys, West Ham, Villa, Villarreal, and Everton. Those five teams, we played worse than them. Against those five, they were all better than us. Now, we got some results against a couple of them, lost some of the others, drew one. But those five teams should not be playing Man United off the park. They should not be dominating possession in the game. They should not be ticket at Old Trafford, which some of these games were. They should not be even win the sh- a shout of winning, which they were. That's What's the issue then? Yeah. Uh, it. <laughs> It could be trying to fit Ronaldo in, because um, since Ronaldo's come, what have we beat? We beat West Ham, where West Ham missed the, the last kick of the game penalty. Yeah, we beat Villarreal in the ninety fifth minute, third minute, yeah. yeah, whatever it was. And I think that's it. Since we had, we had the big, joined, had the big win. Oh, Newcastle! Newcastle. Yeah, Leeds Newcastle. Newcastle. It's his debut. Big win. Uh, Leeds was performing, but I. So we had Newcastle where he came back and everything looked great. And then we've struggled two wins and we've either drawn or lost the others. And I and I think I think the weekend showed it. Like we dropped Ronaldo and Pogba, and you knew people were going to write that as the story without actually watching the game. Because the issue was when they came on more than when they came off. It was um Cavani was brilliant, and it was like to sub him off on the on like the 57th minute. When we're 1-0 up, Cavani's playing brilliant just to bring Ronaldo on to probably because Ronaldo wants like time. Ronaldo's probably thinking in his head he wants to get a certain amount of goals this season. It just seemed like a, a pre-planned sub. It's like I'm gonna bring Ronaldo on for Cavani at, on the 60th minute. And it'll be like FIFA where you do your quick subs. It doesn't matter when, I just hold R2 and press X and it's like I'll do my sub. And it was like Cavani was the best player on the pitch. And it's like, and that Cavani 
raises everyone else's game. Like he's such a workhorse. Like you see him press from the front, you see it, you see what Cavani gives you. And then for him to be subbed, I actually felt like a bit sorry for Cavani because I was like, this is not, you're not being subbed for a tactical reason and you're not being subbed for a performance reason. Sounds like you've already been on Ronaldo. It's not Ronaldo, it's the management of it. It's like <clears throat> against West Ham, Ronaldo was the only player who really um, showed any fight. And it's like, I, I, it's just, there's just something missing there. And it's like, and I, it's, it's the management of it. I don't think Ronaldo should have come on maybe until later in the game. Like, at least let Cavani's legs wear off before. Cavani's hardly played this season. And then he gets 57 minutes where he's played brilliantly and just gets taken off for no reason. So I love the bit against yeah, Villarreal that... with Cavani. Did you see? Well, I think it, uh, I think it's McTominay or someone played a ball through for Ronaldo. Ronaldo, the ball was too heavy, so Ronaldo just like threw his arms up and gave up. And Cavani ran literally from the right wing all the way across the pitch to the left wing and managed to keep the ball in play. And that's where the goal came from in the end. Um, and yeah, that, that was a classic. Like obviously he played the whole game. Ronaldo he was clearly tired. You think, like I know he's amazing. I know he's superhuman, but he is thirty six and clearly. You've got to manage his minutes, and he wasn't running after that, but Cavani did. And but there's the also a reason why Cavani, even before Ronaldo was there, wasn't your starting centre forward. You know what I mean? Like he must be some, on some kind of minutes restriction, even if he wants to play on, and even if he wants to. Yeah, well, we're so, talking about another player who's also pretty old, coming to the end of his career. We're not talking. Yeah, about but they're not. I mean, Ronaldo is a freak of nature. Like, yeah, he's yeah. a whole different animal. And I don't know. I think I think you guys probably because you're Man United fans, so that's fair enough. You know, it's. For me, on the outside looking in, I do think you're kind of maybe being a little bit melodramatic about what to expect. Because I'm looking at the league table now, right? So you've got Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City above you. Uh, it'd be hard for me to say that you're better than any one of those teams, right? So if you were to, currently you're standing at fourth, if you're looking to be a title contender, it's not a given for Man United. I think you're better than you are last season and you're a good side, but you're still fallible. And you've, Again, if you're getting results, even though you're not playing that well, what, are you just waiting for them to kind of collapse and then just not get them results? Because the players that you've got are good enough to get results, even when you're playing poorly. And you've got so many good players. Like, you've got Pogba, Bruno, Ronaldo. Even Martial has good games. It's like, they'll they'll get you through games. That's the point. exactly the point. You shouldn't just be getting through games with Pogba, Ronaldo, like Bruno... All those players, that squad, you look at that squad, you look at City's, like, I know you say, oh, they're all better. Look at City's squad, and a lot of my United players would get in their team. And look at their bench, and four of them are youth team players you've never heard of. Like City have not got the squad United have. Liverpool, mm. if they lose any of their front three, they haven't got anyone to replace them. Right? And it, obviously City haven't got a striker either. Yes, Chelsea have a strong squad. But outside of that, I mean, Leicester, Spurs, Arsenal, none of them look close. I can't, I think United are one of the strongest squads, if not the strongest in the league. And yeah, and it's so early in the season, the fixtures matter. Like we've, yeah, like all those teams, Liverpool, City, and Chelsea, have played each other. We've still got them to come. So yeah, if you're looking at the Premier League, we've got Leicester away, Liverpool at home, Tottenham away, and then Man City at home. So Atlanta, we needed probably. Yeah. yeah, we probably needed to bank some points because oh, he's fair, yeah, isn't he? Leicester, Liverpool, Tottenham, and City, and and it will be is it frozen? No, no you're good. No. I, I was going to right. Leicester. I'm throwing a question out there because I was thinking about this yesterday. I was watching okay. the Palace Leicester game, um, the highlights of it, 
Um, we can talk about Palace. Actually, I was very impressed with them. But they, um, I don't know what it is about Leicester. Something's off. Something's not quite right. And I was thinking about Brendan Rodgers. And I want Mark, how would you feel if Brendan Rodgers was the main United manager? Um, uh, right now, like I say, it's an upgrade on Ollie, but not a big enough upgrade to get rid of Ollie. It's like who is then? Who, who else is there? I was trying to think. Like if Ollie goes tomorrow, Billy Ding, Billy Dong. It, what Renieri's gone? Yeah, you can't have him. Yeah, Premier League can't have him since. He'll be oh, yeah. he'll be looking for a job come January. Yeah, exactly. But he's a. But um, who is there? Yeah, I mean, I, you get Allegri. You don't want Conte because you know what? He, yes, he'll win you the title, but then he'll disappear. To be him. honest, I'll just go to Zidane. What? <laughs> really? Like you said this. Yeah, I think uh, you said this last season, Mark, or some point. I remember you saying this before now. A while ago, I would probably go Zidane. Like the guy has done enough to to warrant another job. Like. He's won the league. He's he won the Champions League, what three times in a row? Like, he, if he's going to lose to Sheriff, he might be gone anyway. Well, but, um, he's not their he's not their manager, is he? Is he not? It's not Real Madrid. No, <laughs> it's, no it's Carlo Ancelotti. It's, it's, it's Ancelotti now. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I would I would like Zidane's because you you got to think realistically as well, and you're like, Poch seems to be struggling with too many big players who. Was the one that was touted before Ollie, like, and um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's it. It's for me. It's Zidane, or I wouldn't like the question. Brendan Rodgers. I just don't think he's a big enough upgrade. But that, I was thinking about it. I think that's why Ollie is still in a job because he's doing a good enough job that it's not terrible. United aren't where Arsenal are. Well, you know, not Arsenal doing it right now, but you know what I mean. They're not like just yeah, hoping for a top top half finish. United are still challenging to an extent, have a good squad, all of that stuff. So he's doing enough. Morale's good. There's no there's no crap coming out of the of United's changing room like it used to be with Pogba and Mourinho and all this stuff. Yeah, I think that's so, the big one, the crap of the yeah, players. And, and there's also but there's no other obvious, massively obvious candidate. I think if an obvious candidate came up, I think it would be a pretty easy decision to swap him. And the reason he's still there and might still be there all the way through to the end of the season is because I just don't know who they replace him with. I really don't. I think there's a lack of top quality managers at the moment. And you don't think that you can get this done with Ole as your manager? Uh, I think Mark's point at the start is right. I think he is far more likely to lose it than win it. And I think if he wins it, it's almost in spite of him. I, I like him. He's done what he needed to do. But he is not. Uh, he's not with the experience. He's not tactically smart enough to be able to go and do what the Klops and the, like Klopp, Tuchel and Guardiola and Oli, like put those four in a room. You're telling me Oli comes out talking any sense. Would you have, um, would you have taken a Claudio Ranieri? Um, that's funny. Uh, no. no, I mean, that, <laughs> you might as well get Brendan Rodgers. The one thing with Rodgers that I do like that he's done with Leicester is he like builds you know, with the club's youth policy, he does that. He builds, like, English players in the team as well, good spine, like, and he has a good style of football. And I can imagine if, I can imagine someone like Rogers going, I'll, t- I'll just take Tielemans and Pereira maybe with me, go and take the United job, have two years, probably win something, 
because he's proven he can win stuff now. He's got the FA Cup last year, obviously won all that stuff at Celtic, and then probably move on when someone bigger comes along. I, I can see it. I can see it happening. I don't know how United fans would react. Yeah. But I can see it happening. So that, that's the issue. Is when, when a manager has... When there's already a loaded gun before the manager started, like he managed Liverpool, yeah. a bit like Benitez at Everton. It's just a waiting game. Wait till Everton lose three in a row. And that's it. Everyone will want Benitez out. That's what Rogers will be. He'll be uh, a rep- he's got a rep- well uh, unfair, but he's got a reputation of collapsing at the end of the seasons. He's got um, you could the problem with Rogers is I don't think he'd get a fair crack of the whip at United. I think the moment something went slightly wrong, it it would turn on him. And I'm not turned on Ollie yet. I'm just. <clears throat> I think these are a big four weeks, uh, four game weeks, should I say. I think this patch against these big teams and Atalanta twice, for me, is if, if we don't get, if we don't beat Atalanta twice and get a decent number of points out of the big, big Premier League games, then Oli has to go because we then are into the point where we need a manager to save the season. Not. Would you take so, a Bielsa the Ford? I was going to ask about Bielsa. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I think he's a novelty. Bielsa. I've been telling you this for ages. No, I, look, he's obviously a fantastic manager. He is, but I think what I mean by novelty is, I don't think he's going to come in and galvanize a group like the players at Man United, like a young group who are all egotistical, all play for Man United. You can't look them, look them in the eyes. Yeah, and, you know, can't even speak the language. Still, I don't think he's the kind of guy that's going to come and do that. But I think, I think he does talk the language. He's just got this thing about talking to the press. I think he's very wary of the press. I think he doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to well. run the risk of being misinterpreted. Maybe I heard Bamford yeah. on a podcast not long ago, and he was saying he uses the interpreter at training. Huh? Uh, when he's screaming at people on the pitch, the interpreter yeah, screaming. <laughs> screaming. That was on Peter Crouch's one, right? That was on yeah. Peter Crouch's, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, which he said was quite funny. Um. I alluded to uh, Claudio Ranieri early on. I guess we'll talk briefly just on on Watford. What is this like? They were, I feel like they've had like ten managers in about twelve years or something, and, and that was all in the last like five seasons or something. They said it on today. They've had, I think, I can't remember the number. Now. I think it's fifteen managers in thirteen years. Ridiculous. I mean, I don't know what it is that they expect or not. I mean. I don't know. Well, I don't even know what to say. What, what, what is it they're aiming to do? Outside of the one season they got relegated, it worked. They got promoted twice in that time, and they they stayed up in the league for about six years in that time. They're now back in the league, and arguably not looking like the worst team in the league, and might stay up. They it did get battered. I know. I know it was one 0 to Leeds, but it was uh, like a battering. So as yeah, much my, as my thing is, is I don't know if. I don't know if the owners or the board, they're just, they, clearly for them, they're also like, it's worked for us. We can just change manager and just take whatever that hits. Because they're clearly not a Burnley where they they don't have money where they can just kind of throw away. They, they're going to pay off the managers that they're getting rid of. I'm just trying to understand, I guess, what it is they're trying to achieve. Are they, are they looking for some like secret source that's going to get them into the top half of the league, into Europe? Do they just new fall out with bounce. the managers? It's so bizarre. A new manager bounce. And they keep getting it. New manager comes in, that's pretty well. And then things turn up sour, they get reared, a new one comes in, does pretty well. Like it, they do somehow. Some, you know, Chelsea, remember Chelsea used to do this a lot more than they do now. Chelsea used to have 
sometimes two or three managers a season. They're still going to win the Champions League and the league with it, though. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, it course. just well, works. Well, you say they don't do it now. Their manager's not been in the job a, a year. And yeah, all right. League, but, so, uh, so they're literally doing it right now. Well, <laughs> yeah, there you go. And they won the Champions League last year with a temporary... Yeah, but I mean, I guess that's slightly different because you can see Chelsea clearly got a, a goal that they could, that's achievable. You know, what would Watford's achievable goal be? Or maybe it's literally they just believe in the, the manager bounce. I mean, I say like I'm outraged by it, but I'm I'm about to put a bet on Watford to win the Premier League. So it must be either this season or next <laughs> season. Depends on what the odds are. I'm wondering if they're... The problem is because up. there'll be people doing that as a joke, yeah. the odds will be like... 800 to 1 because well, it's no, annoying. They, they, <laughs> we'll, look on it, we'll look on it, it'll be 12 to 1 and it'll be like, what? Oh, well, they changed it after Leicester won the league. So never again will there be the, the, the maximum odds for any any team in the Premier League to win the league is 500 to 1. So you'll never get more than 500 to 1 for any team That's ever. still fine. That's fixing the market. I don't know. Yeah. It's a casino, isn't it? The, the, the house always wins. Well, one for the two and a half thousand to 1 currently to win this season's Premier League. So I don't know. <laughs> Really? Maybe well, I, pre-season don't, I, don't think, I don't think it'll be this season, but I'm just wondering about next season. Where are you seeing them odds? They, there was a thing about it has to be 500. Odds, odds checker. So, um, where you can play. Oh, is it a fair exchange? No, it's on a few. Like, don't like all, all the major ones are like between 1,000 and 2,500. All right. Maybe it's just the start of the season. I don't know. I must admit, Watford was one of those sides where I'm like, do you know what? He's having a pretty decent season, Watford. And you look, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, they're like two, three places outside of relegation. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah but it's only been, it's what, five games, six games? I know, I know, I know. But still, I mean, you're kind of getting a sense of this. I mean, I didn't realise Brentford was that high as well. But yeah, the, the, the leads of this season. Um, do you think Steve Bruce is going to go? Yes. Or I should probably ask, yes, when? Before Christmas or after Christmas? Uh, after, because. Yeah. It's all it's all to do with their ownership, isn't it? Like they don't, Mike Ashley is not putting any more money in the club than the club generates. So it's expensive to sack managers and and put them in. So Watford don't care. I heard a good I heard a good stat on the weekend on the radio and I was um, about Steve Bruce. So we're talking about it. And um he his win percentage as a manager in the Premier League is the second worst in history. The only person worst is Brian Robson. And his win percentage mm. with Newcastle this season is pretty much down there with his average. So it's like 23% or something, his it's, win percentage. Well, it's zero. He's career. Won a Premier League game. What's that? I said it's zero. He's not won a game in the Premier League. Yeah, but well, it's his win percentage as the Newcastle manager. So it includes cups, includes everything. Oh. But it means he's only winning one in five, basically. He's terrible, though. I mean, he, yeah, we all know he's terrible. They, they he's a bad manager. Yeah, but, uh, well, uh, this is the thing, right? How much How much do you really need? How many do you need to win a season to stay up? If you can get five or six like, draws, you actually have five many points, wins. But it? Newcastle are spending money, uh, or trying to. Uh, they are spending a bit of money. I mean, they haven't got a great squad, admittedly, but surely they can do better than Steve Bruce. Like, obviously, I love Steve Bruce. I mean, he's a legend, but it's just not. I, you know, he's had his time. He's had what thirteen clubs or something. Well, he, he's just a yeah. Manager, it's just like, one of those. Someone in it, what the Newcastle wants? What's that? It's just what the Newcastle want. Like yeah. he's like he want a caretaker. Uh, it's funny that his win percentage 
is so poor, yet he keeps them up. Like he he's not he's been relegated for a whole once. Um Sunderland? Did he get relegated again? Sunderland. I don't know if it was Sunderland. Yeah, it was. I feel like he got sacked and then Big Sam kept him up. I can't remember. Um but, Did he get one yeah. Was that no? It was Alex McLeish, wasn't it? I can't remember. But yeah, it's funny. It's win There must be something about because all the other managers get relegated so quickly. <laughs> it's like maybe they get their up or something because yeah. he's not like a notorious. It's not like oh, you got Steve Bruce, you're going down. Yeah, no, I agree. But I also don't think, is yeah. it not? Is that not? Is that not? No, no, not at all. Well, yeah, I mean, if I if, if you get him, I'm like the year before, so no. Okay, I mean, if someone was to get Steve Bruce, it's not like I'm going. Oh, they've got a chance at anything. It's like no, it's a bad man. No, they got a chance of staying up, but it, it kind of sh- he's sort of put himself in that ambition of if he's your manager, you're just trying to stay up. Like, Who was the old manager? Well, um, Pulis. Is he a former Pulis? Yeah. Well, look at this then. Yeah, right. So uh, Norwich then goes Newcastle, Burnley, Southampton, Leeds, Watford, Palace. I'll stop there because Leicester's next at, uh, at 13. How many of those teams do you think are going to finish below Newcastle? Because I can't really see many. And Norwich could, many, yeah. Burnley could. For some reason, I don't think Southampton as bad as they seem. Obviously, they're playing absolutely dreadful, but I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I like Southampton. I just like the centre forwards. They just, yeah. just, yeah, I look at their team, I'm like, they've, they've just got no centre forwards. So Danny Ings. I, I uh, Danny, yeah, Danny said it earlier. I, I've watched Crystal Palace like three times this year, and I have been more impressed with them than I thought. Like yeah. maybe Vieira is actually a good manager. Like I, I didn't know what to think of him before. You he just came. needed a manager that was also very quick, isn't it? You know, relates to him. <laughs> That's it. And uh, but actually, he might turn out to be a good, a good appointment. Like I didn't think he'd fail, but I. I just didn't think the team was that good, but watching it, they they're actually quite a, a, a like entertaining team to to watch. Palace, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were good. Yeah. So to answer your question, I say Burnley and Norwich, which means then there's really I think there's one team Newcastle need to be better than, and yeah, it does look tough because Southampton you feel like could go on a run. Leeds, you, you'd expect to go up the league, and then know. it's Watford. How, how well does Ranieri do there? So, but you know what? That might also be why they've got rid of their manager now, and they've looked at that and gone, "Well, we'll probably beat Norwich and Burnley. We basically need to do better than Newcastle or Southampton. So let's bring in Ranieri because we reckon he can at least do that." And that genuinely might be how they're looking at that. Going, well, in that case, we'll stay up. There's another however many years of TV money. It's worth it. Can we talk about the big game yeah. of the weekend? Liverpool versus Man City. There's, there's only one way to describe this game. Do you know what that is? A game of two halves. It's a game of two halves. Hey, look, you, you've taken it right <laughs> out of my mouth. An absolute game of two halves. That first half was absolutely woeful. And then the second half was probably like one of the best games you're probably going to have this season, I think. I thought it was pretty... I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I, I thought it was going to be yeah. goals, goals, goals. Um, <laughs> Salah's just proven himself probably to be the best player in the Premier League right now. Uh, I don't think there's anyone close at this point. No. 
he started this season on another level. I mean, after that first game, I was like, I don't, didn't you say three games ago, Son was, but uh, who me? It's <laughs> like literally about yeah, about three game weeks ago. You no, said what Son I said was, was <laughs> what I said was, and and maybe Salah heard this. What I said was, I think Son might be as good as Salah, and Salah's just taking it to another level and just left Son behind. So, um, I don't know. I, I obviously. He he is playing about as good as he's ever better than he's ever played. I think I don't know what he's doing right now. It's just unbelievable. I mean, his goal was outrageous. There's not there's nothing to keep. There's nothing anyone else can do. I do think that Man City. Yeah, I, I, I think they're gonna have a real issue. Well. I think they're gonna have a real issue with their centre backs, especially if Laporte's uh, back there. I think he was dreadful yesterday. He was fucking horrific. So yeah, the thing is, like when you said you we'll start with the goals, goals, goals. I was like, the only reason it turned out that way is because Liverpool scored first. Yeah. City are by far... I actually put City down in like the bottom three of teams I want to watch. They're, mm. they're so boring. And like, if it's up to City, they they would have taken a nil-nil in that game. Um, and Liverpool scoring first, it's like, good. Now City have to go forward. They have to take a bit more of a risk. While it was nil-nil, you could tell City were happy and were like, well, at some point, we might make a chance. some point, we'll attack. And as soon as Liverpool scored, it opened the game up. And then it became quite a good game. It, was, it took Liverpool to score first. I mean, if City scored first, we saw it against Chelsea the week before, they would have just seen, tried to see the game out. And it's, to me, it seems it's, Pep's doing the, the over-pepping, overthinking. Why, why is um, Jesus out on the right wing? I mean, he's... He's got a bit of a baggy touch at the best of time, but at least if it's in front of goal, he's got a chance of it going in. For him to be out on the wing and try to cross he, the ball, have control, uh, to me it doesn't I make think any sense. because he tracks back. He tracks back more than Mahrez. Yeah, but now you're, in a, now you're in a situation where you're doing that because of for attributes you're not, you don't really want him on there for. Like It's because you have no other yeah, options. So to me, it shows you're pretty thin, right? I think it's... Yeah, I think they, they clearly see they can't score well. City like open floodgates. They either score five in a game or score one. And it's like there's no in between really. And um so he I feel like with Jesus on the wing, it's it's like he gives cover to Carl Walker. He's, it's 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 strange to say playing your centre forward on the wing is a defensive move, but it feels a defensive move by Pep just to be like, okay, I can cover right back that way. And um someone like Mares doesn't track back as well. So yeah, that that's Probably his logic. I think um, I think the interesting thing about City is Grealish. I don't think it's been talked about enough, but I'm also you know I've been a massive. It's not fan working, is it? It's not working. Well, it's not. It's not working because Grealish is a good player and he does create and he does what he does. But you can't play Grealish and Sterling. We saw that for England, and you're seeing it for Man City. Every time those two have played, they've scored zero goals as a team. They just it doesn't work. And then Phil Foden's come back in and you go, well, Phil Foden should start every single time over both of them as a left winger because he's outstanding in that position. He's left footed, he plays in that position and he's just outstanding. So you look at that yeah. and go, well, what do you do with Grealish? So they play Grealish down the middle thinking, right, we'll have him as a false nine because they're doing their thing with Jesus. So Phil Foden can play. I mean, Sterling's on the bench. I just think they uh, they haven't worked. They they're obviously missing a focal point. They need a number nine desperately. They needed Harry Kane or someone as a focal point for people to play around. Was the the Bruyneers and the Phil Fodens and everyone can then play off someone, but they haven't got it. And so I, I think he's a real problem for them because they're trying to fit him in and it should, 
he has not worked out how yet because he's now got Foden, Sterling and Grealish who basically can't play together but all play the same position but really should all be in the starting eleven. Well, for me, it makes sense. I don't understand why they don't just don't try him out on the right-hand side. I mean, I know you're saying, again, tracking back. I think Carl Walker is pretty pretty good in terms of his defensive uh, uh, capabilities. That's, 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 not, that's how Guardiola plays. Like, he, his, his wing-backs, yeah, well, full-backs come inside, his centre-back go out. Like, it, the way he plays, the shape he has, he, he's all about team first. He doesn't care about players. He cares yeah. about team first. So, you've got to do your job. If you're the right winger, this is your job. If you can't do that, as Aguero found out for a while when he played under Guardiola, you're the not my number nine, you're going to do this. Unless you do it, you're not in the team. No, and, and you're right. And look, this is why he is who he is. And I'm a guy who's sitting in, in his underwear talking to you on Zoom. You know, this is why I disagree ah, with him. And, uh, and I'm, not only do I disagree with him, I'm actually pretty sure I'm correct about it, that his tactics are, are pretty wrong in this situation. So, yeah, that's all I can say about that. Yeah, yeah and there's also tactics with the board, isn't there? By not playing your only number nine in a number nine position, you make the number nine look He's done a that bigger hole. He, yeah. When he was at Bayern, he did that. When he was at Barca, he used to do that. He does that everywhere he goes. He likes to make... Mourinho um, is a classic. He would always do that. Just make a statement with your team by not playing someone where they should. Do you know who had you know, the best I... performance uh, of the game yesterday? The best performance? Yes. Yeah. Phil Foden? Yeah. No. No, wrong. Mike Dean, fourth official. He, I thought he was, he was, he's a bit much as a referee, but as a fourth official, outstanding. And like when, <laughs> yeah, I'm when, just thinking of that, that picture of Pep. <laughs> just, just raging, absolute raging at him. And, and Mike Dean's just looking at him, being like, Yeah, okay, fine. Just, just standing there, being like, What a plump. <laughs> yeah. What a brilliant. Oh, it was so funny when he was just absolutely oh. raging doing his. Yeah, Mike Dean was classy. Yeah. He should stop being he's a referee and be a fourth official. Should he? Should we have three man of the matches then? Like, in it is that the chair? That's, is that the first time that's ever happened? I can't remember any joint. I, I blame. I blame the Olympics. Like, <laughs> everyone's a winner. Everyone's a, ever since that. Millennials gold medals. Yeah, two man of the matches. I missed that. Yeah, yeah Gary Neville. Gary Neville should never pick man of the match again. Like Gee. for me, I, I thought actually this does sum up. Because he gave Foden and Salah both man at the match, even though it should have been Salah. Should have been Salah by by a country mile. mile. It shows the the, the extra ten percent hype English players get, isn't it? It's like, oh, Foden was as good as Salah. You're like, he wasn't. There wasn't. Like Foden really was wasn't. Foden. Foden. I'm, look, I'm surprised. Man City for me were the worst team on the day. They 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 won the first half, but it was nil nil. The second half for me was one. Uh, Liverpool was was the better side. Was attacking for the majority of it. And Man City obviously managed to get two goals. Phil uh, Foden was good, but he was good for Man City. Salah was just a whole different thing. Like uh, uh, he just was he- head and shoulders the best player on the pitch. And, and he's the one say, that I think he was unlucky himself not for Liverpool to win. I think first half Salah was nowhere. So he hardly did anything. So yeah, but no one was. Really no was one was there the first half. half. There was no game the first yeah. half. Yeah, well, I don't think even I don't think he would have given the first half man in a match to Foden. You know, in the first half, I don't know who would have been mad at a much bloody wedgery of, of the defensive there. So, or Emerson, uh, not Emerson, uh, Ederson. It, it is, Ederson, it is yeah. depressing these days when Liverpool Man City is the biggest game of the season. It's just what's happened. Why? Well, what's you wrong know, with that? I, 
I think that there's a lot that have stories. The problem is, it's like Man United, Liverpool. The last probably three years has been a bit of a boring yeah, fixture. I actually thought the North London derby is one of my favourites. Yeah, it's a shame you didn't do a pod for that one. Uh, yeah, but that that is almost like a guaranteed good fixture. Liverpool Man City was when their rivalry first started out, and then for the first half. This week, I thought, okay, this fixture's lost its spice. But then second half brought it back. But yeah, it's just how things go, isn't it? I think Man United, Liverpool, every time they play, feels like it's going to be a 1-0 either way. So yeah. maybe it got too big for its own good. Too big for its big. Uh, if we've not got anything else, I'd like to go to results league. Sure. Yeah? Uh, yeah. I think you yeah. have put the wrong uh, result in for me. Uh, no. Yeah. Why? You've put me me to uh, Norwich to beat Burnley and you've put Mark Arsenal to beat Brighton and that's the other way around. Well, same difference. They've both got nil points anyway. What did I do? Norwich to beat Burnley? Yeah, you did. What was that? What was it? Nil-nil. Nil-nil. To be honest, I was looking at my five-point return in the last two game weeks, Dan, and I didn't really care about you two. It's It's important though because... We got otherwise on our little spreadsheet, it will look like I've picked Norwich and I haven't. Destroying it right now, aren't I? Uh, you're doing all right. Doing all right. So we obviously missed a week. So uh, game week six, uh, Mark put Spurs to beat Arsenal 2-1. Foolish. What a clown. What a stupid move to make. Arsenal, their season has changed and they are they come back with a great draw against Brighton, who is one of our bogey teams, but at least we didn't lose. So we'll take that. I heard Brighton had 28 shots on goal in that game. Yeah, you'd be correct in hearing that. And uh, Arsenal had significantly less. And uh, that's Arsenal all over, isn't it? Yep. No, I mean, to be fair, I I think most Arsenal fans were happy with the result, as you can imagine, with the North London derby. But let's not be be silly. It's not really going to... I don't think it's going to change our season too much in terms of its overall trajectory. I think if we make it to like eighth, I think we'll be happy with that. The way it's currently going, so yeah. good for good for Arsenal, bad for Mark. Um, Danny went for Leicester to be Burnley two one. That was two two, I believe, right? It was Leicester City. I was looking like you you, you said earlier, you're not really sure what's going on with Leicester. I think they are leaderless. I don't think they've got anyone there that kind of brings the team together. They got some talented young players and they got Vardy and what have you, but you know players like Wes Morgan and stuff like that. You know they really they may not be well, the best players on the pitch. Harry Maguire's, you know. Is, is Jamie Vardy not a leader? Uh, probably not. I mean, if he's after training antics of uh, cigarettes and beer and yeah, trying to get on it, I yeah. doubt I doubt he's doing the after after match warm downs. And I think there's, I think there has to be question marks about some of their um, of the last eighteen months, some of their acquisitions, some of the, the players they're buying, because I think they got to a level where they should have been ready to push on. Like they won the FA Cup last year. They should be ready to go again and push on. They went and got Pats and Dakar, who was, you know, never played for them. Uh, all by all accounts, is a great player, but he's never played. They lower. They're really, really low in uh, centre back. They've got like nothing. They've well, they bought Vestergaard, who I thought uh, it's one of those weird ones because you think when you see him, oh, he looks quite good, and then Southampton just every now and then would just like concede, concede low. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Dan, but... do you not think maybe this might be Leicester kind of 
maybe a regression to the mean to, to what they actually are and maybe for the last few years they've potentially played a bump ball. You know, you go back two years and I reckon there was an argument to say that Leicester's starting eleven was as good as most in the league. Like at the time when you had, when um, Vardy was, you know, doing it, I mean, he still is, but was the number nine in the league, really. It was only him and Kane. You had the um, Pereira, you had Chilwell, Schmeichel, you had uh, Evans and Morgan, or whoever it was, or Maguire. Yeah. You had Tielemans and Madison doing what he was doing. But you, you looked at that team and went, those players would all get in the top four teams. So they absolutely yeah, would. the difference is, I don't know, is probably John, Johnny Evans is probably the only one they bought who was a top four player when they bought. Yeah. Like, I think yeah, they, like they might have had the best starting 11. And like, you could argue that they're one of the best starting 11s, but all those players they bought as like builder uppers, like they, they built, they bought them with potential and, and they might be doing that. That's again. not easy. It's not easy to no. repeat, yeah. isn't it? Like they, and how, they kind how of like gonna go, lightning in a bottle. Go, yeah, and how's Daka going to get points for the All Talk team if he just never gets any time? <laughs> get him on, <laughs> play him already, gods. Uh, but so, yeah. I think they're, they're so heavily reliant on Wilford and Didi, rightly because he's one of the best defensive mids in the, in the league. You put him in any team outside of Chelsea, and he'll do a good job. Um, I think he'd improve United's team. He'd improve all of the top teams. But they I can't don't... win a game when he's when he's not playing. I don't think they played Chowdhury enough. I've always thought he was a good player. Right. Yeah. He's one of those... I'm just checking now. He, he's 24. I thought he was younger. Hamza Chowdhury. Yeah. yeah. Like Jesse Lingard. <laughs> right, who's, your, who's your pick? You've, you've stalled long enough, Chris. Who's your pick this week? No, I've, I've not even gone through the rest of the results, man. All right. I've gone Everton to beat Norwich at home 2-0. Got that exactly right. Three points for me. Good All stuff. Right, you wanted to build up that, okay? I'm with you now. Yeah, exactly. You guys were fucking filibustering about Leicester and their, their, their seasons and all this nonsense. Um, last week, I actually put Watford to beat Leeds two one. I was convinced they would do it, and they didn't. That ended up being a draw. Uh, no, it didn't. No. Leeds no, won. Oh dear. And a very, very one sided game. Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm building more passion against Leeds somehow this season for some reason. Um, that's probably why. Uh, do you know what, right? I had no idea. I'm, I'm really showing myself up this spot. I had no idea who the fuck Watford's manager was. Nuno Cisco Nuno. Did anyone know his name? Nuno. No, I, I would have struggled to know. No one. I would have, if it was a sticker album, I'd have been like, oh, that's Watford's manager. But like, if you asked me his name, it would have been like... Right, I'm good. I'm glad you guys are with me because I'm like, who was that? I had to Google it to be like, what? But you said, Dan, you go Watford's manager's been sacked. I was like, who? <laughs> Neil, P- Neil Pearson yeah. up to. Nigel Pearson um, Nigel Pearson a while ago yeah <laughs> no, no, no idea well. who he was all I knew is who replaced him can you believe it anyway um, I wonder if that's what the board did they were like who are we up to now <laughs> yeah. um, so they they lost as you as you've rightfully corrected me Mark you did Arsenal to beat Brighton again what is, you're just he getting did. Arsenal oh. all types of wrong please pick Please pick Arsenal to lose. Oh, no, that's you, Dan. Yeah, Mark picked Norwich to beat Burnley. That's what I'm saying. You did it wrong. Someone switched this around. And then, Mark, you pitched Norwich to beat Burnley 2-0. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know when you look at a team like Norwich and you think, if you're even going to have a chance of staying up, 
you need Pookie, you, need point. you need you yeah. need someone to yeah. score at least 15 goals at least yeah and I actually don't, I actually think Norwich played well in that game there's no nil but yeah I, I thought if Norwich don't win games like that I don't see him winning many well, you talk you season. talk about Man City being unwatchable there's a strong chance that I will not watch a single Norwich game this season I have zero interest in them just what, you're saying Burnley know. Norwich <laughs> Burnley v Norwich wasn't Top of your list this <laughs> Put that on Super Sunday six. I actually I don't even please. think it was on match of the day. I don't, <laughs> I don't even watch it on match of the day. It was after the Arsenal game. I was like, I'm not even I'm not even going to bother watching the highlights. I'm pretty sure it was after the news. <laughs> it was like <laughs> come back. It was during the football league show, isn't it? I'm trying to think. Yeah. I watched the whole of match today and I don't remember the Norwich. <laughs> no, who cares? Who cares? Uh, Norwich is about as relevant as the Carabao Cup. We don't care. Who cares? I saw a meme today and it just had a, a picture. It had Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram and the Norwich logo. That <laughs> 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 was it. And I was like, ah, oh, nice. Uh, that's good. That's All really good. Um, so this week I've put mine in this in the uh, spreadsheet already, so I'll say mine because Danny wants to go next, I believe. Um, I'm going to go for West Ham to beat Everton away from home. For some reason, I believe that it's a uh, it's a Moyes revenge game, and I think he's the better manager right now. So um, I'm going to go for West Ham. They they they've got quite a few goals this year as well. So hopefully, if Mikel's playing, I'm going to go for three one. Um, shocker West Ham this this weekend, wasn't it? Against Brentford out of nowhere. Brentford's Brentford really good. working. Yeah. <clears throat> I really enjoy watching Brentford. Yeah, great team, great team. Um, I'm going for Brighton this week. I'm going to pick them away at the wonderful Norwich. Of course, I need some points on the board because it's been a while, and um, I like Brighton this season. I think they're just. Excellent. They create. I mean, they do what they've always done. They just create silly amount of chances. They've got to score against this team. Uh, what's the right. score, Dan? Uh, I'm going to go for a two nil. Is that away from home? Yes. Wow, that's not Norwich's first win of this season coming up. Yeah. In two weeks' time. <laughs> Mark, what have you got? All right. Because we've all gone away, I feel like. I'm going to do it as well. And I've already picked them, so I don't want to pick them again. Do you think a home fixture season at all? No, that, this game encourages picking away fixtures. Yeah, it's, it's that extra yeah. point. Yeah. I Have I picked them to lose? No. Remember we said, oh. do you know what? Sorry, sorry, Mark. Do you remember we, we didn't do it this season? Remember we said it last season that we were going to put a bet on for our free fixtures because there was like a string of like two or three weeks where we got them all... Right in terms of results, yeah, yeah, we we're going to do a try a tricast every week. Yeah, wasn't we going to put like a, a like twenty quid in each and do bets? Yeah, and just do a pound or something on a two pounds. Yeah, yeah. We oh, could. So this week we're going West Ham, Brighton, and two pick and mark. Uh, I might start that for us. All right, I'm I, I, I'm doing it. I'm doing the Monday night, and I'm doing Palace to beat Arsenal. Patrick Vieira homecoming. Ooh. Wow, and, uh, oh, that's massive. That would and be- I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a massive two-one. Do you know what? I'm actually really looking forward to that game. I think that is two interestingly matched-up teams. Well, if um, Vieira, Vieira, that's the job he wants. He wants the Arsenal job. So go and sharp beat him. And, yeah. yeah. 
Imagine that. Just, just have his CV. Um, like, do you know when he does the tactical notes? It's just his CV. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a type of game that someone like a Wilfred Zaha just kind of has has fun, yeah. isn't it? This yeah. is a type of game where he's just going to show where he's a bigger, stronger, better athlete and, and just run riot. Um, do you know what? I've been waiting. Uh, Tommy Asu, your new right back, I've been waiting to see him get a bit of a challenge. I'd be really interested to see how he, if he can handle Zaha. You might have a really good player on your hands there. He's looking half decent. He looks... I'm yeah. trying to decide whether I'm fooling myself because I'm like, do you know what? He's much better than Bellerin, but then Bellerin wasn't that good. So, you know, where, what's our measuring stick here? Yeah, but as long as you're getting an upgrade, that's, you know, that's all you can ask for. I mean, shit. Like, yeah, it's an upgrade, but... Again, what, what are we doing with him? You, you cannot, it's like saying, oh, we've upgraded Pascal Segan with Titus Bramble. It's just... You know, it's, it's all the same. It could be. Now, there's an interesting one. Who was better out of the two for another day? Well, Mark loves Titus Bramble, so he's going to say him. Yeah. Hmm? Um, should we go to the Champions League draft? Oh, please don't. We haven't done that for a little bit. Uh, so we missed our chance to change over our teams last week, so we can do it this week. Um, so I know who Danny's going to go for. Danny's had a pretty bad start to the Champions League draft. You uh, last long place with long game. Four, Don't worry. 440 points. Um, I'm second with 600 points. Exact. What are the chances? Thank you, Bayern Munich and Liverpool. Needed that. Mark is destroying it right now with 705 points. It's still quite a low-scoring game, but we've there's uh, lots to play for. Yeah, so yeah. what we get to do now is we get to trade one of our teams. Uh, we'll have to correspond with the same pots. Um, if you want to change one of your team, Danny goes first, I go second, Mark will go third. Now, I think we know who Danny's going to go for, but will he actually? Uh, who do you think I'm going to go for? Well, we're going to go after the, um, the, the best team in Europe, Sheriff FC. <laughs> really? So I looked at the fixtures before, and obviously everyone's playing the same team twice now. So I was looking at it and thinking, Sheriff have got to play into Milan. Away Easy. Now, I know Easy. they did well against Real Madrid and they've done well against Shakhtar, but are they really going to go and beat Inter Milan twice? I'm like, I I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't see it. Uh, I, I just can't bring myself to do it. So I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Wolfsburg. Um, the only one I would potentially swap is Man United because they're not in good form and they've got Atlanta twice and someone like Juve. Could be a good shout or Madrid, but Madrid don't like going to Shakhtar. Um, I worry that if you, I want Man United for later on. I think they'll just get through, and then I think they'll be better in the knockouts. That's when Ronaldo get hits his stride. So I don't want to lose them, and I think if I give them up, I will lose them. Pick a team. I'm going to stick. You're going to stick with everything. I'm going to stick with all of them. Yep. In the wow. back. Wow. Uh, it's my turn. So I've got Bayern Munich, Besiktas, Leipzig and Liverpool. Well, it's easy for you. You've got two teams you need to get rid of. <laughs> two teams I need to get rid of. <laughs> uh, Liverpool aren't that bad. Do you know what? I mean, yeah. You've got to do it. You, you don't need I know you've left them. I know I've, I was trying to get you to do it, so I wasn't left with the, with the crack, with the joke. Um all right, go on and fuck it. I'll take... Huh? 
They might actually go through. If they get one more win, they'll, they'll go yeah. through. Yeah, so. well, they need to get two draws. I'm going to go for... I'm going to take up Besiktas and I'm going to switch them with Sheriff. Nice. Good man yeah. well, well, Besiktas... The thing is, Besiktas is, is dog shit anyway, so might as I mean, well... Why you pick them, I have no idea. Hey? I don't know why you picked them, but... Well, we all know my football knowledge isn't the best. And Besiktas, I remember at the beginning of last year, got marked loads of points. So I was hoping they'd kind of do that. It was Munch and Gladback. That just shows how much you remember. <laughs> was it Munch and Gladback? Yeah. Do you know what it is? It's the same badge. They got like a black badge, black and white badge. Uh, Go on, Mark. Surely. I hate to get rid of them because they've been... Uh... They've been doing me so well, but I, I think to. I'm going to have to say I'm going to have to say goodbye to uh, Ajax. Wow. So Ajax are leaving my my pot because uh, they're playing back to back games against Dortmund, and uh, enough. I just don't see them getting many many points there. The problem is who to bring in, and I I've just got a proper sneaky feeling Porto are going to beat Milan, and I, I don't know what I'm putting that on. Well, why um, don't you take Milan out then? Because you've got Milan as well. <laughs> uh, it's a different part. Oh, yeah. It's a different part. I'm, I'm looking at who I can bring in. So I can bring in Porto. I can bring in Shakhtar Donetsk. Salzburg have Wolfsburg. Benfica. Who have Benfica got in the next fixture? Ben, Benfica Bayern. are playing. Bayern. Bayern. Yeah, look, not looking at those. And then Zenit. Zenit have got you so, there. Do you not think Shakhtar Donetsk could no, be in the Real Madrid being a I'm bit going less. Zenit. I'm going Zenit. Uh, uh, against Juve? Okay. Back yeah. to back Juve. Ooh, okay. They just beat Chelsea, didn't they? Who, hey, Juve? Yeah. Mm. But... Fair enough. I'm going, I'm going Zenit. I am. Mark's clear on self-destruct mode. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to make it fair. He's trying to make it fair. <laughs> 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 catch up. <laughs> Wow. I watch Ajax. I, I, I watch Ajax, and it isn't what's his name scored like five Champions League goals. Hello, yeah. Hello can't yeah. The guy scores 40 goals a season for them, crazy. And then I'm like, how are these players who I've seen play 90 minutes in the Premier League who are terrible Farmers. just go and then just yeah? No, it's, it's a style of play when they were in a team that suits them more, built around them more, you know, their style, then it works. When you get crappy yeah. managers trying to fit in a, one. a decent player into their own system. It doesn't just work. Called, just called David Moyes a crappy manager. Well, I was more thinking about Dusan Tadic in the Southampton team. But uh, do they know do they know do they even know the concept of Route One in, in European football? In Germany they do. Yeah. Mm. Well in Italy. That's what they invented, didn't they? They call it the Autobahn Un. Uh, right. That is the Champions League draft. Everyone loves that game. I know you guys do. It is a good game. It's a good game. I feel like you should get more points for the winner. I feel like the winning points should be higher. What do you mean? Like the winner... Uh, of the whole got, thing? Yeah, the winner of the whole thing. I just thought if I increased it by much more, it would just make... It would be like the rest of the game doesn't matter. Oh, fair enough. Well, Could do. Maybe I'll make it... Two, should we put it 200 points? We can't change it mid-season. Of course what I can. I'm not even close what to it. The European Super League. Yeah, of course yeah. I can. I can do what I like. I'm not, I'm not winning. winning. I'm not winning. I'm changing the points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's good. It's All like... right. 
Uh, so, I guess the only thing left is front three, back four. Yeah. Unless you've got any other football news. Uh, uh, Marcus Alonso decided to stop taking the knee. Did you see that? The only thing. Yeah. It, it no. points, points to the bench now instead. Yeah. So I think he's just like, at some point, we've got a, he's probably thinking at some point someone has to stop doing the knee. So he just. Why? Why? Because everyone's going to become racist again. Weird, isn't it? You don't want to be the first, though. I mean. Well, wasn't Zaha the first? He said, I'm not doing it anymore. And then he started doing it again. I don't know. Who knows? It's pointless, but yeah. Right, uh, front feedback four. Yeah, why don't you kick us off? I'll kick us off by taking the knee. Um, in my back four this week is insulate Britain. Ah, uh, agreed. That, yeah, do you know what? All you I have to say is, fuck you. Today? yeah, just fuck you. That's it. Fuck you, piece of shit. That's all I'm leaving. It as. I know. <clears throat> no, I don't yeah, do I, I, I think I think they can just go fuck themselves. Now they it's like they're, they're, now they're glory hunting, isn't it? They 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 want to get more in the news. They want to fuck people up even more. They want to get themselves out there. I mean, I've seen that. You seen that clip today? The lady crying wants to see her mum at the hospital. Yeah, but can yeah. you? Uh, I, obviously, ridiculous and it's stupid. And if they're going to arrest them, arrest them for God's sake. But um, the the one thing you would say is if you want to protest against something, you need to get noticed. They are getting noticed, or we are everyone, talking about them. Everyone says that, but the thing is, right? How do you get? So they they're protesting um, towards government, right? For them to make changes. What did the government do, or who do they pay attention to? The people. What insulate Britain doing? They're turning people off, away from them. More people are against insulate Britain than they are for them. So as long as the yeah. people are against them more than they are for them, the government will say, "Well, look." We can do. Uh, we're not going to follow what you say because the majority of the people that we're listening to aren't paying attention. Uh, don't want what you want. So that's basically what it boils down to. This isn't. This isn't a case of you know bad publicity is good publicity or whatever it is. This is just them making a a, a big deal out of themselves. We've come into a, a time where people just protest for the sake of protest because they want to create awareness. Well, you know, creating awareness is only a small part of it. You're not. You're, you're not heroes. You're not doing anything worth anything. You're just. You're just trying to find some purpose for yourselves. They're not bad people. They're just their actions just aren't probably the wisest. I would say. I'd love to know how they got to the to junction four of the M4 without a car. That's yeah, a good question. How do they get there? Yeah, what's the driven <clears throat> helicopter? As you say, it's to make themselves feel better. Like, I, because they 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 try and make it like I think say like Extinction Rebellion. People say, oh, their goals are too extreme. We, they're too, they're, they're impossible. If we, if we couldn't do what they say, they basically want no one to, to drive or fly for five years or something. And then, and then this one's gone extreme the other way, where they're like, mate, you're holding up the M4 because of double glaze. Like, it's, yeah. uh, we just yeah. want people to insulate their house. It's like, Isn't it? my landlady's been trying to get double glazing for years, but this is one of those, what they call them, conservation areas. So they, the houses have to keep the old Victorian windows. We can't even get double glazing. <laughs> protest outside there. <laughs> I know, it's like literally like the, the, the most, what's it, first world problem. We haven't got double glazing insulation in our uh, yeah. conservatory. We must have it. Like, <laughs> yeah. what are talking about? Plums. Yeah. yeah. That's my head then. There you go. Uh, in my front three this week is... The Sopranos, or but yeah, oh. The Sopranos is having a new movie coming out. Um, 
called the Many Saints of Newark. Now, I don't know if you've ever talked much about it. We know that uh, The Wire is probably my favourite show of all time. Sopranos is very close. Have you guys seen Sopranos? Great show. Right, Dan? Yeah, great ending. Uh, don't. That's the only downside of it. It's the very, very last episode. Kind of important of anything I've ever watched in the world. When it's got a bad ending, never watch it ever again. Even if you like it, yeah. you like bad stuff. So you, you must like it, right? And there, I can I can reel off things that I loved all the way through for years, and then they were terrible. Line of Duty, uh, uh, the King. What, uh, what's the the Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. That's the one everyone's obsessed with. How I Met Your Mother. I can name. Oh, no, How I Met Your Mother. The My endings were just so bad. I've never ever gone back and watched them again. Lost. Except Lost. Except yeah. Friends had a great ending. Yeah. yeah. And that's why it stood the, the test of time. Wire, the Wire had the, the, the best ending ever. Yeah, it was good. Breaking Bad wasn't too bad. But yeah, Sopranos has a new movie. Uh, and um, one thing you also know is I love movies. Uh, in fact, I actually hate them. And I know this is going to be a terrible movie, but it's one of those ones, it's one of those few movies yeah. where I'm like, I have to go see it for Can me it because be I like the Sopranos. Hey? <laughs> Can it be worse than your other favourite? John Wick 3 was bad. John Wick 1 is great. John Wick 1 is fucking great. John Wick 2 wasn't great. John Wick 3 is a joke. The worst film ever. Oh, so bad. So bad. But um, yeah, Sopranos, uh, I'm going to watch The Many Saints of Newark. I just watched Respect. That was a bad movie. Um, I'm not going to watch James Bond. Or I think all new, all new movies are bad. Yeah. Yeah, they don't make good movies anymore. So yeah. Fun free Sopranos movie, me going to have some stale popcorn uh, and probably recline in a seat. So there you go. Nice. Who wants to go All next? Right. Oh, well, Mark wants to go. It's a similar go. theme to mine, just because it, it's in the movie theme, but my front three this week that is, is Rocky Four. Four. Oh. So they're re-releasing Rocky Four. Sylvester Stallone's doing a director's cut. So there'll be... I, I recently re-watched all the Rockies and Rocky IV was my favourite. And I don't think it dies, he dies. Yeah, I don't think it's aged as well as some of the others. So do you know um, um so do you know um do you know Rocky the Rocky series? Do you know what that is? What? The series of two halves. Is it? Uh, the fifth one's terrible. Yeah. It's not quite too hard. My, Sorry, I, yeah, I always... Yeah, well, I there's, always there's Rocky Balboa, which is bad. There's Creed, That's which it. is bad. Balboa's not that bad. Five is awful. Yeah. Four was my favourite. Three is very good. I like three. One's the original, and two is... Two's a bit weird. It's just like a repeat of one. Um, but it, it just... Spoiler alert, Rocky wins in two. Um, <laughs> it's uh, la, 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 but, la, don't um, say it again. Yeah, I don't think Rocky Ford needs too much uh tweaks to make it to make it stand up to, to like stand up to be yeah aged a bit better. So I'm hoping it comes out in a, a couple of months. Apparently, it's been aired in the cinemas for one day only. But I'm hoping then it becomes available on streaming devices. Or I should have a little man with a camera in there who, who will put it, post it online. <laughs> I can watch it there. <laughs> Old school. They'll be, like, they'll be like the most exclusive screening with eight people, and somehow it will still end up on the internet. <laughs> there'll still be someone like... 
<laughs> so uh, it'll be interesting because I I did I thought well, I really it was only about six months ago I watched Rocky Four and I thought do you know what? there's only some minor tweaks and this film is great I think it, in terms of the training scenes the music it's great but there's just some some stuff that doesn't age too well and yeah one of those things is do you remember in Rocky Four you had a robot yeah. Yeah. Any of you remember that? Yeah, the robot butler. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, he had all the money and then he had that random robot butler. But anyway, my back four is Amazon because they, they've decided to to build that bloody robot butler. And uh, so, yeah, so I, I've actually got one of uh, Amazon's uh, smart speakers. Um, I don't want to say her name because it will, it will set her off. Alexa. And, um, yeah. And... Uh, the, the one thing that she can't do is follow you around the house. So, so you've got some areas where they can't pick up on what you're talking about because, you know, they're always listening. So now like my wife released a, a robot. So, so she can follow you around the house. She can go with you where you want to go. I haven't quite seen too many uses for her other than on the advert. It showed, like, the robot go into a little kid's bedroom while the nan was uh, Skyping her. How was your... Uh, birthday or something and it's just like it's just their way of saying okay we couldn't pick up all your conversations around your house what do we build we'll build something that can move around your house so look to be yeah, honest I don't, I, I don't I, you I would rather... <laughs> should you not be bad now that you're a future employer <laughs> yeah, <that's>, uh... <laughs> oh, I, was, I was... it was good it was a good uh, application while it lasted <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you. You was going to say I've, I've got one of them robots because it gives it to you. They give it to you when you're a new star. Yeah. No, no, now no. you're going to announce that you're working for Amazon now. Yeah. No. I've, I did want to get one of the robot Hoovers though. I thought they looked quite cool. At least they. Let's like, get a cleaner. Yeah. It will cost less. Honestly. Chris. Yeah, we've been, we've been through this. Can can that yeah? Can yeah. that Hoover go up and down stairs? I don't think so, Mark. <laughs> no, but yeah, but we need to replace all people with machines. So that's a good go. yeah. Fix self-servicing machines, and I'll consider getting a robot to to clean my house. Right in my back four this week. Go on, Dan. Finish us off. My back four is Spennymore Town FC. Big fan. Huh? Spennymore Town FC, they're a National League football club in the sixth tier of English men's English football. And last week, last week, they officially had the first men's game with the new heading rules. So I don't know if you saw the story. Oh. Um, I'll read you the excerpt. the world's first adult football match with heading restrictions, which took place last Sunday at a charity event. And the pilot match was hosted by Spennymore Town FC, uh, and it was organised by Head for Change. Uh, basically, the rules, you're only allowed headers in the penalty box and only in the first half. So if you header it outside of the penalty box... The second box, half is or, or if you header it at all in the second half, there's immediate foul given. Uh, so they restrict all heading. Anyway, they had a few semi-professional footballers, uh, ex-professional footballers, and they did a big thing about it. And they're obviously trying to raise awareness, as we know, about the... Um, studies that's coming out showing that actually dementia, trauma, all sorts of stuff. And, and it obviously is different. Right? I, I think back to the NFL thing and I think back to um, uh, Amalu, was that, what was his name? The doctor, 
something Amalu, the guy who came up with the, the African one. Yes, yeah, he came up with the theory that to the truth, to the truth. The, the in the NFL, there's head collisions were causing traumas, causing people to go crazy and causing people to die. And they did dive with their head first. Though. So this is the, no, but that's the point. Right? So <laughs> I think people are looking at that and saying, "Well, look, it's the same things happening in football. They've they've, they've banned it in NFL. They're trying to cut it out in the NFL. So you should be doing the same in football." And I'm saying, "Hold on a minute. In the NFL, you're trying to ban someone flying through the air with their head to tackle someone. But that's fine. You can still tackle in loads of other ways. If you just want to." completely remove heading from football, then that's a completely different game. Like it's such a massive part of the sport. I think it's going to be really difficult. So uh, uh, it's not about forward just because I'm worried about the world we live in today and the PC world that we're in and what, you know, how everything is. It's not going to take long for something like that to catch on. And before you know it. Well, I was going to say, quick question. What was the name of the, is it getting ahead? Who? The, head, oh, the for change. head for change. Head for change. Do you do you both think that we've maxed out on causes? Do you think we've reached the limit <laughs> on charity? We, we just all of them, all causes. We, I don't know. I, look, I, we're banning heading from football because the millionaires and whoever else are uh, getting head injuries or something like that. Well, look, there is there were studies that, that correlated ex footballers with early onset of dementia, and if that is actually true. And if it, what, if it is causing problems, then of course you need to look at it. Of course you need support to make it happen. And that is an uphill battle from the start. But also you're talking about a different era when the balls were different, the game was different. Like the, it, Yeah, that, that's the, one of the things they don't account is it has changed. Like the balls are alive, so as you say, the game is less rough. Like in the old days, it'd probably be a yellow card if someone led the death foot and hit you in the head with it. And it's like the game, yeah. We already said again it's a bit softer now. But... Anyway, so that's anyway. what we're back for this week. Because uh, I think surely we'd want surely we would want headers only in the second half when like Weird, it's right? more crucial. You know, when you're like, I'm gonna come up with some new rules. I know what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna come up with ridiculous rules. You can only header in the first half and you can only do it in the box. It's probably that the person who made those rules probably been hitting head too much. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, in my front three this week is October. Uh, hooray, it's October. We're in it. Uh, or I should say October, as we're now it's now going to be known. So as you guys know, I quite like a little flutter in the markets, stocks, crypto, all sorts of stuff. And everyone knows that September is the worst time of year. How's it's football crap. index going? <laughs> that disappeared a long time ago. Uh, it's crap. It's, September is always bad. It's always down. Everything, S&P was down. Everything was down. It's crap. But October starts and boom, everything goes up again and everyone's happy. And Q4 is typically a really good time of the year for that. So uh, congratulations to September. You finished for the year. I'm pleased that it's now October and we can get out of the silly, stupid month where well, everyone just... We, we know how the stocks go, don't we? They go down. And they go up. And they go up. And now they're going up. So yeah. there we go. Stocks 101. There you go. That's our other point. Good, yeah. Clearly, Danny thought of his um, front three back for all of uh, two minutes before the pod started. Danny's becoming like the comments of Twitter, isn't it? Do you know, like, there'll be like a headline, you click on it, the first comment's like, NFT, click here to, to buy your cryptocurrency, referral code, this, you're like, oh, everything's crypto. I didn't mention any of that. I mentioned football yeah. and I mentioned October. October guaranteed rises. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, we've got an all talk. 
we've got an all talk NFT which we'll put a link to below in the comments <laughs> section. So thanks, Dan. For a, You're welcome. For a small 250 grand, you could buy the NFT for the logo behind us. Yeah, that I can't get working because <laughs> I didn't pay. Yeah, <laughs> you can't all three have it, Mark. Get a new background, man. This is my background. Yeah, look, I rebuilt a whole room for my background. What are you doing? Isn't it? What have I got? You just need to get a new laptop. Yeah, yeah. I, do. I do. It's true. All right. So um, I guess we'll, we won't be back next week for international break. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, not unless Tammy Abraham scores a hat-trick for England. Well, we'll see you at some point. Good to see you, Rusty, as always. And uh, we shall see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.